Welcome to the podcast version of Taproot TV, where weekly we share with you information for root cause analysis to analyze and fix the real root causes of problems at your company. Working together, we are all changing the way the world solves problems. So let's get straight to this week's episode. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Taproot TV. Uh, with me today is Mark Paradise. And uh, Mark, I hear we're releasing a new Taproot book. We've got a new one out. Book 10 of the 10th book of the series, last book of the series, <laughs> and it's called Stopping Human Error. Um, so can you kind of give us an overview? What does the book cover? Well, it covers Stopping Human Error. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a book that really helps you set up a program um, of best practices to make human error as low odds as possible. So um, the, the different chapters, and it starts off with, well, what are the odds of human error? What's bad performance? What's really good performance? And what can you achieve if you do some of these best practices? Then it goes on to talk about um, design best practices. So you can design control boards, distributed control systems, things you design for people to use so that they're good and they minimize human error. Then we talk about, that's chapter two. Chapter three is all about proactive techniques for finding human error likely situations so that you can go out and say, wow, that's a real accident waiting to happen and get rid of it. Chapter four is about strategies to stop human errors and it's best practices that you use that you can stop people from making errors by getting them to use these techniques to stop making so many mistakes. And then um, there's another chapter on analyzing human errors, and that goes back to what the standard taproot stuff is. Stuff from book two and, and uh, I'm sorry, book three and book four, uh, investigating simple incidents, investigating major accidents. And it talks about the the reactive techniques you can use, which most tapper users obviously already know. Then chapter six is about uh, critical human action profile. It's one of the techniques we teach in the five-day course, but in this case we talk more about using it proactively rather than reactively. Finally, chapter seven is about how to set up your program to make a program that's customized for your facility to use the things that you think are the most applicable to your facility to improve human error at your facility. That's the that's the seven chapters. Okay, and uh, you know the the point of this book, stopping human error, um, it, it makes you think. You know, people make mistakes. That's pretty human to make mistakes. To err is human. To err is human, right? So so how can we actually stop human error, and why is it important to stop human error? Well, in, in chapter one, it talks about the difference between average performance and excellent performance. And probably the best performance you can get is probably about one mistake in 10,000 times you're doing something. And so one in 10,000, that's about as good as you can get. But if you have several safeguards, and each one of those are one in 10,000, you can then make your odds of making an error really, really small so that you hopefully will never see that accident or incident happen. So what we're trying to do is prevent costly accidents, prevent uh, fatalities, prevent major environmental releases, and so we can use redundant safeguards, things that are high on the uh, hierarchy of controls, and 
good practices to get reliable human performance to make that accident seem like it's never going to happen. So it's not like every human error is going to be prevented. It's just we're going to prevent human errors from continuing down that sequence to cause a big accident. So, so essentially, one mistake doesn't cause that accident. It would take a chain. And how do you build that resilience in that chain? Exactly. Okay. Um, I hear with this book, there's also going to be another Taproot course. You hear, right? Because you've taught it. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yes. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about that course? Oh, I have to tell you about that. Yeah, course, tell eh? me and tell the viewers. Well, it's, it's very similar to the book. Um, we start off talking about uh, what are the odds of a human error and how do you, you know, know what those odds are and how do you take that everyday performance and make it into excellent performance by doing the things I mentioned when I went through the chapters. And, and we, um, we go through what we do that's different from the book is we have exercises, lots of exercises to get people practice on using these techniques, seeing how the techniques work, um, and learning how they can put them together into a program to use at their facility, a custom program, not just take every one of these things and do them, but what ones they need to do to make their human performance at their facility the best it can be. Now, uh, I know when we taught this, it felt a little different than the standard Taproot course. What do you feel sets this part, this course apart from the normal Taproot course? Well, Alex and I teach you together. It's a pretty, a pretty powerful <laughs> team there. Um, I think that I think. Well, one thing is it's proactive focused rather than reactive focused. We do have the one short section in there about reactive analyzing accidents and incidents, but that's really what our other courses are about. This course is about um, doing things in advance to make human performance better, so that you don't have the accidents and incidents. So I think that's that's a big difference between our other courses and this course. Um, and uh, another thing, you know, we've talked. There's a lot of um, tools that we talk about in the course, and uh, some of them, you know, where everyone that's familiar in this was familiar with, such as Taproot. But there's a lot of other tools that maybe people might not be familiar with. How do you? How do you? Uh, how do you cover in this course what these different tools are and how do we know they're effective? Well, that's part of the course is some of them I don't think are effective, but I want to teach everybody all the techniques so you can pick the ones that are going to be effective at your facility. And you can also know which ones probably aren't going to be effective. So, you know, if somebody comes and sells the VP or the plant manager, hey, you need to have you need to have a questioning attitude. You need to teach your folks to have a questioning attitude. Questioning attitude is one of the techniques. I'm not saying it's bad to have a questioning attitude, but there are certain shortcomings of that technique, and you ought to know what they are. So if somebody says that you need to have a questioning attitude, you can know what the problems with that technique is. So, 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 so we, of, so we do the yeah. we, we do the good ones and the bad ones. We tell you what they work for and what they don't work for. And we let you judge in your facility, now that you have the knowledge of what works and why and what doesn't work or why it doesn't work, then you can say, well, this one I think will work for our facility and we need to use it. And this one, eh, I don't think that we need to try that one. So it's a lot about layering those strengths and weaknesses of those different tools together to build that system. Yes, exactly. Exactly right. Um, and uh, a little bit more, kind of what exactly, what, what research, what information came in to kind of say these are effective and these aren't as techniques? All right, so this goes back in history a while. <laughs> um, 
back when I was in the nuclear Navy, I spent two years at the University of Illinois. And while I was there, I got a master's in nuclear engineering with an emphasis on human factors. And so I took a bunch of psychology courses that were all about human error. And, and that gave me a basis for why things work and why things don't. And so when I, when I hear about a new human factors technique, I go back to the basic research and say, well, is there any research that shows this is going to work or not? Has this been tested? Is this just something somebody says, try this, and they go out in the field and they um, try to measure performance, and maybe because they're watching, somebody is more careful, and so they get better performance. But as soon as they leave, that watching is going to go away, and so that technique will decline over time and go right back to their normal behavior. So what I, what I do is try to figure out, is there human factors research behind this technique? In some of these techniques, there's human factors research behind them that says, this isn't going to work. This is why it won't work. Here's the limitations of a human that you're bumping up against that make that technique not work. So, so it's not, it's, I try to go to, back to the basic research that was done. It's been done for 30 years and say, okay, does it violate that research or does it line up with that research? So uh, another thing to think about is, is really who should be attending this course and who's going to get the most benefit. Who do you feel are, are, is going to get the most benefit when they attend this course? And I think everybody will get a lot of benefit, but I, but I really, I, it's really designed for people who are, are safety managers, reliability managers, people who are quality managers, and people who are going to try to improve human performance to get better quality, better safety, um, better reliability at their facility. And so I, I really look at this, this is probably not a course you're going to send your operators to. This is a course for the person who's going to design the program, or maybe you've already got a program and you're wondering why some things work and why some things don't. And you can come to this course and leave with the knowledge of, now I understand why we're having problems with that. Now I understand why that one seems to work. And so that you can go back with a better knowledge of what should we be using to improve human performance and how should we be doing it. Okay. And uh, when, when can somebody attend the next Taproot uh, Stopping Human Error course? It's in September. When is it in September, Alex? September 15th and 16th. All right. In Knoxville, Tennessee. Yep, right here at home for us. Yes. And the, the, the next one this year after that will be in December in Las Vegas. We hope. <laughs> Pending, we hope. We hope all this corona stuff is gone and everything works out. Um, we're pretty sure we can hold the one here in Knoxville. Yep. We're pretty sure that... Uh, Vegas will be open by December. We, we hope so. And so that's our goals. All right. So uh, thank you, Mark, for uh, joining me today. And uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, showing up and uh, learning a little bit about what's going on with Stopping Human Error. And if they want to learn more about this, we'll put a link to the blog post about the book so they can read even more. So go on uh, to our website. You can pick up the book uh, on store.taproot.com. Yep. They're reminding us to, let's see, I'm sitting here this way, it's over there. The button to subscribe and then hit the bell to get notifications so you get more of these. And also, you ought to watch Tapper TV on Wednesday on Facebook or on YouTube at, is it 1 o'clock? 2 o'clock. 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock, check in. 12 But if you, but if you 
hit the button and subscribe and hit the bell. You'll get a notification. And then yeah, hit the bell because he's confused everybody. You'll never know when it's coming up. So hit the bell. That's the way you'll find out when it's when it's there. And, and look at the rest of our social media yeah. stuff. We got a lot of it. Thank All you, right. guys. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. To view the video version of this episode, visit our YouTube channel or our Facebook page. Please visit us on our website at taproot.com for up-to-date information and blog articles designed to help you excel in your performance improvement program. And please sign up for our newsletter so you'll get the notifications of when new information is released, where we're teaching around the world, and all things Taproot. We will see you next time on our podcast version of Taproot TV.